0: Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find Sports Grids Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening.
1: Early to bed. Go to sleep! Go to sleep! It's time to go to sleep! Early to win. I won! I won the the early line with Joe Raineri and Dane Martinez.
2: Line up, ladies! All right, guys, here we go on a Tuesday. Uh San Diego State 24 and O. And by the way, as covered in uh in their last three, they're uh they're unbelievable against the numbers, too. And they'll put that undefeated record on the line uh, tonight at home against New Mexico, along with some other really uh, interesting games, including Michigan State trying to get back into win column. Big uh Big Ten matchup against Illinois. We'll touch base on these games plus the NBA action. But Dane, I, I saw Phillip Rivers finally made it official. Yeah. He's um he's becoming a free agent. Maybe also the worst kept secret in the world. But right. uh now there's nothing holding back. There was some question on whether he'd come back, but He's moving on, Dane, and so are the Chargers at this point. Do you see the Chargers making any crazy moves or sticking with what they got?
3: Oh, I think they're going to be out there in the market. The question is, what kind of quarterback do they want? You know, Mm. there's buzz around Tom Brady to try to fill seats. There's rumors that they like to rod. There's rumors that they want more of a running style quarterback. And there's rumors that they use their first round draft pick, which is in the top 10 for a guy Mm. like Justin Herbert. So we're going to see over the course of the next few months. But I don't believe a damn word coming out of teams these days. So we'll see how the merry-go-round goes.
2: I'm thinking Indy or Tampa for Phillip Rivers. I love that, yes. and But, you know, here's the other problem, guys, is he's just, his name is now added to a list of America, really yeah. the, the a ton who's them. who, Dane. I, I mean, Brady, Breeze, Tannehill, Winston, oh, yeah. Bridgewater, Cam, and now River. Cam? Yeah.
3: You know, uh, yeah, there's a ton of them. Andy Dalton, and even guys like yeah. Mariota are going to yes. be out there. The merry-go-round is full on Fantasy Freestyle. We started to dig into this, and we're going to keep it going on uh, this week. But there were a lot of new addresses
2: that'll happen. Yep. It's a merry-go-round. If Phil yep, goes to Tampa, where does Jameis yep. go? Yep. Tyrod Taylor. So you got a guy that's entering his ninth or 10th year, and I think he's got 45 or 46 career starts, Buffalo and Cleveland. He's taking the reins in, uh, with the Chargers. Be and if you want a mobile quarterback, see. create a competition with him and Mariota. I agree with you 100%. Yep. And they got a high enough draft pick. All right, Dan Strafford right. got your headlines next here on The Grid, sportsgrid.com. SportsGrid
0: News Update. The Toronto Raptors just keep winning. On Monday night, Toronto beat Minnesota 137-126 extend their streak to 15 games. That's the second longest streak in the league this season. Pascal Siakam led the Raptors with 34 points, 6 rebounds, 5 assists, 2 steals, and a block. Spencer Dinwiddie hit a game winner with seconds left on the clock to push the Nets past the Indiana Pacers, 106-105. to Tamanas Sabonis posted a triple-double in the loss with 23 points, 11 assists, and 10 rebounds. Eric Bledsoe and Chris Middleton did their best to fill in for Giannis Antetokounmpo. who welcomed son Liam to the world on Monday, combining for 56 points, 19 boards, 16 assists in the Bucks' 123-111 win over the Sacramento Kings. And Nikola Vucevic posts a near triple-double with 24 points, 9 boards, and 9 assists in the 135-126 Orlando win over the Atlanta Hawks. As you just discussed, gentlemen, the LA Chargers and Phillip Rivers announced they would be quote, parting ways. ESPN's Jenna Lane reports that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers' interest in the impending free agent is quote, legitimate. Suspended Browns defensive van Miles Garrett met with Commissioner Roger Goodell on Monday. The 24-year-old's reinstatement was expected to occur upon meeting with league officials, but Garrett reportedly walked away without any hard timetable for his reinstatement. Pitchers and catchers will continue to report today and throughout the week. The Padres, Pirates, and Mets reported on the 10th. And Major League Baseball is mulling significant changes to its postseason, including increasing the number of teams from 10 to 14 and adding a new way for matchups to be determined. MLB is considering a move in which each league would have three division winners and four wildcard teams making the postseason starting in 2022. The best team in the league would receive a buy into the division series. The remaining division winners would get to choose their first-round opponents. That would be done in some sort of live television broadcast. These ideas have drawn the ire of many, but we'll have to wait and see. I'm Dan Straffer, and this has been your SportsGrid News Update.
2: All right, Dan, thank you very much. Uh, big weekend uh, in the world of Sports Day, not just, of course, in the NBA, college hoops, and NHL. You've got uh, two other uh, big-time events. Daytona 500 yep. uh, is just around the corner. And don't forget, um, and I'm looking forward to this because I think this is going to be one hell of a tournament. The Genesis is Open, Tiger Woods. Namesake tournament in LA starts this weekend. And Tiger, he's never won this event. Like, he hosted it. it's in his honor. He's never won the event. Like, he's okay. never been. In fact, it's the, it's kind of like a celebration. It was the first tournament he entered uh, as a professional it's kind of it. situation. Right. It's the first uh, tournament he ever played in as an amateur, which uh, in LA, I think, when he was 16. But you look at this card, dude Brooks, Rory, JT. Oh, yeah. Ram, Bubba, DJ. like holy crap! Rom, like Cantley. this, this is the yep. who's who, This is the who of who's. But I, I find it, it. You know, we'll we'll start looking into the the odds here, guys. But Tiger a, is. What, so what do we got? Who are the top five? Tiger's the
3: fifth choice. He Tiger's is the fifth wow. choice at sixteen to one, Joe. The four uh, that are ahead of him, Rory, uh, seven fifty. John okay. Rahm at ten to one. Justin Thomas is ten to one, and Dustin Johnson at fourteen to one. The guy I wanted to ask you about, I was watching a little bit uh last weekend. I saw Mickelson towards the top of the leaderboard.
2: It looked mm-hmm. like Jason Day was in decent yes. form. Yes. Okay. Well, so if the, that's uh, the truth, I see Jason yeah. Day at thirty-four to one. Jason Day. It's so funny too because uh, uh, heading into that tournament a lot of questions surrounding his health and there have been for the last 2 years with Jason Day that back is continues to be a problem but of all the places he plays on tour Tory Pines is by far the place he's had the most success some you know this Dane. some golf courses just line up for guys and you could be playing the worst golf in the world and you're going to do good Phil same situation Phil's won a billion tournaments there at Tory Pines like he I do I think they're going to carry over this week. Uh yeah. I do think it's about that time of year we start talking about uh Dustin Johnson, Cantley, mm-hmm. uh you know, and 19, 20. How do you not bet Tiger this week? Just if you know nothing about golf, his tournament, he's never won it. He's actually in pretty decent form now gearing up for, you know, this 2 months away where we're, we're going to be in Augusta. This is Tiger time. You know what I mean? This is the start of Tiger year. And how do you commercial not? What, what? I was watching college 1, basketball on CBS. You see the commercials yes. for the
3: Masters already. It's great.
2: Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I don't know how you don't back Tiger. This is exactly where he starts to kick in. It's his tournament. He knows the golf course. Right. At double the, What are we at 11 to 1? 12 to 1 with him? I 16. 16 to 1. come on. I got it. I got to put a few. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because at least top five, right? At least top five.
3: Well, that's fine. But as you know, I'm going to go back to my guys. Tony Finau is at 22 to 1. Shoffley's at 22 to 1. 1. And my guy, Patty Cantley is at 20 to 1. They're in that zone, Joe. I'm I'm looking at 20 to 25. That's what you taught me last year.
2: Love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, one guy, by the way, does not play well at this tournament. Uh, a dude you should absolutely fade. Just keep it in mind. Justin Rose is gonna be one of the the big okay. name guys. Uh, he does not um does not play well at this tournament, or though he did just play well at Torrey Pines. Um uh, but no, this is not somebody that I would uh, I would look at. Which Bubba's another match? interesting dude. Bubba is starting to play really well, guys. Really, really? well, and Bubba's apparently Ah, uh, they did this whole big expose on him. Bubba has really started to rededicate himself now. Uh, so some of these, especially, and Bubba's another guy. How many green jackets he got? Too? Uh right. The way he hits the ball. So I think some of these guys are going to have some value over the next couple of weeks. The Florida swing. I'm going to try to get us. Uh, I'm going to try to get Cardano. Have you come down? We'll cover the Honda Classic. Uh, Tigers uh, committed to it. Yeah. So we're going to try to get down here. It's Tiger up to the masters guys it is we're talking about a few dudes now who have been kind of off the rails tiger's defending champ i don't even know what the future must be on tiger woods the Remember when we looked at it last year it was wasn't it like single digits when tiger yeah. after tiger won the uh, that masters was silly that was
3: silly <laughs> everybody was hopping on that we knew we were also yeah. betting like no he will not win the grand yes. slam
2: come on people not going to happen not going to happen but you guys gotta consider golf from this point on, really, from the Genesis exactly. Open now. It kind like of started last week. Also, there's a it, lot of different ways betting. people. Joe
3: just mentioned yep. Justin Rose, maybe not in form, so you could fade him in his that matchup. You.
2: Also, That's correct. Okay, there's a yep. lot of ways. We'll dig into it for sure. Yep, Patrick Reed also. You, know, it's this is the time of year where it's no more. I would. It's no more preseason. If right? right, I guess that's a the pretty good really comparison. Now these guys are really, and uh, by the way, um, uh, Kupka has uh, had surgery. He's been hurt. He's no longer the number one player in the world. Rory overtook him. So, And that's mostly because Kupka hasn't played. Um, so he's another guy where I wouldn't look at him. For at least another month or so, because gotta, he really hasn't like played a whole hell of a lot of golf. So, But he is somebody, every major, I don't care, top ten, top five, just I'm betting it. I don't care what it is. Gonna make a damn enough. bit of difference. So, All right. Big matchups here tonight. Uh, not only in college, the NBA. We'll give you some of the featured matchups. We'll go over them. We'll do that next year on The Grid, sportsgrid.com. the early line on the grid sportsgrid.com I'm Joe Ranieri alongside Dane Martinez as uh, we look ahead tonight to five NBA games 22 college hoops games we got 11 uh, 11 NHL games Uh, we've got Daytona 500 coming up this weekend we've got ourselves uh, uh, the Genesis Open golf good time of year guys it is really starting to roll you know golf's all about that lead up to the Masters now it's just you know, first week in April, end of March, beginning of April, guys, uh, Tigers defending. So, uh, a lot of great opportunities uh, to bet golf if you've never done that. So, there is really, really cool. Uh, the next uh, February through March, baseball, thir- uh, you know, pitchers and catchers are yeah. uh, are here. We'll start taking a look at some of the future prices. futures, win totals. And can't, it's a whole lot of – and don't forget – now we got, uh, you mix in the XFL, we're kind yeah. of uh, all over the place. So uh, it's now a good guys, time Trek to be. Guys, Frank yes. on FST. Yes. We'll be yes, doing fantasy absolutely.
3: baseball ranks. Yep. I got a few fantasy baseball drafts I got to get yep. going in the next month or two. So we'll be looking at our attention to uh, fantasy baseball a little bit as well.
2: Going to be awesome. Yeah, it's a, it's a good time here. It's a lot of fun right now through the uh, – Pretty much through June, guys. It is just total mm-hmm. craziness. NBA playoffs, NHL, Stanley Cup Triple uh, playoffs. Triple crown, baby. Triple crown is coming around the corner. Yes, it's uh, it's going to be a – don't forget the NFL draft. Uh, so, mm-hmm. whole lot going on. I'm intrigued on. also, Joe, next weekend, big-time fight. The
3: rematch yes. of uh, Wilder Fury. Okay, that was a draw heavyweight championship fight out in
2: Vegas on, I believe, the 21st or 22nd, that Saturday, big-time boxing match as well. A little bit of everything, and we got you covered here at The Grid, sportsgrid.com. So thanks for making us a part of your day. We'll return to favor, and we'll drop some some of these games coming up here tonight your way. And we had mentioned uh, in college, uh, let's look at these three big matchups here tonight, guys, that are going to be – Uh, Very important, also an opportunity for the contrarian bettors out there. And those that uh, don't know what contrarian means, it's basically a real fancy way to say fade the public. So when the public says go left, contrarian bettors go right. So when the popular team with all the bets uh, is everyone's rooting for them, the contrarians go the other way. They did it last night, contrarians. They got crushed. They got crushed last night. So. Will it happen two nights in a row, Dane? I doubt it very much. This is going to be a lot of fun tonight here with these games.
3: All right, so let's look at them, right? Where are the places in college where the favorite, you know, the ranked team is on the road? This is a trend we have been talking about, and I see it in a lot of places, Joe. We're talking about Penn State on the road to Purdue, but Purdue being a four or five-point favorite, Kentucky on the road at Mm -hmm. Vanderbilt. But Kentucky a big time favorite because Vanderbilt sucks, right? Yes. When we see Will Michigan yeah. State be able to go on the road. You know, yep. and then we got big favorites at home, yep. San Diego State, Maryland among them. These are top 10 yep. teams, Dayton, and you know I'm on the bounce back spot for LSU.
2: I'll give you some of the yeah, San Diego State to me is uh, is very interesting. The biggest line movement right now in the san diego state uh new mexico team and i you know i just want to say again this new mexico team is not this is a top 15 20 team in a lot of offensive metrics this team can score with Mm. anybody which is uh which is going to be interesting to see 14 and a half 15 and a half points right now is what we're looking at with this game and I'm also seeing movement to the under, Dane. The the underrated part about San Diego State is how good they are defensively at home. They play great defense, and we're seeing that opened up at 146 and a half. We're down to 144 and a half right now, but you're talking about the Lobos are a pretty good top. They're top 15 in a lot of offensive efficiency numbers, so... They'll be able to score. The question is, can they score on what is a lockdown San Diego State defense at home? They're 24-0, Dane. It is quietly the story that nobody really wants to – you don't want to kind of jinx it with them. They've been covering. They've been – you know, they've been walking over people, much like the Zags. We just assume they're going to be there. Uh, This team can't – to me, they can't lose. They have a number one seed ready and waiting for them, which we know how they important it is out. in a month. They have to go and They got to win out then, right? They, otherwise, they're going to be an 11, you know what I mean? They're going to be like a 9 or a 10 seed. It's going to be brutal. They will definitely fall. You'll see how yes. they fall in the top 25 if
3: they lose a game in the regular season or in the conference tournament. My issue is this, Joe. Let's say they do go undefeated. Mm-hmm. They'll ship them out away from the West, though, because Gonzaga's still there. Gonzaga uh-huh. still, what will they be? Mm-hmm. Exactly. right Will they be the two in the West? yep or exactly. would they ship them out to the you know the Midwest, the South, the East, whatever they do. Because look at the top four, Joe. you got Baylor and Kansas. They're going to want to be in the same region. Then you got Gonzaga and San Diego State. So what do Mm -hmm. they do with, say, a San Diego State? Would they make them the two seed in the West and gift the number one, the last number one out east to, say, like a Duke or, you know, a Florida State or a Louisville, the ACC champion in essence? Or would they be like, no, San Diego State deserves a one, and they're just the one out east?
2: I don't know how, if they go undefeated, I don't know how they, um, I don't know how they don't. They're not ahead of Gonzaga. I know. And that's why, I mean, that's the dilemma is like, how, how do you go if a team runs the table, right? And they win completely out, they're undefeated going into March, man, how do you justify them being a two seed? Like, I don't, uh, it's, I don't, I I do think the pressure's on them a little bit, but the good news is they're not playing anybody that is really going to test them. Tonight, they did play New Mexico a couple of weeks ago in Albuquerque, and the score of that game was 85 to 57. <laughs> so I'm going to uh, I'm going to assume the 15 and a half points. People are looking at that, going, Oh, I get it. They have put up at least 80 points in its last three games. That being uh, the San Diego State Aztecs. So this is a game where if you are in on San Diego State. Because they could win, and they're not, Dane, unlike LSU we talked about earlier. Some of these other teams, they don't take their foot off the gas in a second. If they've got you, they're going to boat race you because of what you're talking about. They know. They know. Like, out. we have, a, exactly, we have March Madness. We can dictate exactly what, which is going to piss off some of the big conferences, but so be it, man. Undefeated is undefeated. I don't care That's who you have are. That's yes. like how uh yep. Central Florida in football, they got to run yep. up the score. They have yes, to impress correct. people. Exactly. But
3: I do think it's interesting, Joe, because if I were San Diego State, I think I'd rather be the two out west than the mm. one on the other side of the country.
2: Yeah, uh, that's uh that's it's a good point. I would rather they be out there as well. Yep. You know, yep. I think and they'd you- rather be comfortable. The Zags are going to get a number one, guys. Just, Unless they just it's they you know, not- stop their toe. Yeah, it's just, it's not going to, it's not going to change. It's, they're not, so they're not going to get, West. look at what they did at St. Mary's over the weekend oh, where yeah. you and I were like, oh, it's I, only I, five and a half, six points. immune to it though. Yep. They went to 40 points. And you know what that is? That's proving a point because they know the spread, guys. Don't think these kids mm-hmm. don't know the spread. Oh, We're only five and a half points better than St. Mary's, are we? Oh, okay. Yeah. Let me Especially know. Let me at know how that works there. out. We talked about the yes. regionalism
3: of it all, right? When when we're talking about Duke and North Carolina yep. and Louisville and even Seton Hall, right? Yep. It's Gonzaga who is boat racing people out west so before true. after you go to bed. So I'm telling you right so now, Joe. True. I'm gonna bet yep. Gonzaga to win it all, and I'm gonna yep. and I'm gonna lay the points on Gonzaga in their early round in their
2: matchups. I I'm with you, man. I there are some teams that I just I'm convinced in. The Zags are one of them. I Me love too. this San Diego State team. I love them. I don't care. This is the year. It's one of those is. kind of schools, Joe. Exactly. It not really Kansas, is, Not
3: Kansas, not Louisville, yep. not Duke. Watch yep. these yep. guys break through. And if you're going to go with a mid-major, I'll take Mark Few and Gonzaga because they've been there. They know how to do this.
2: It's almost cheating when you say mid-major with them. It's kind of right. crazy. Same um, with Butler. But same thing, yeah. But Butler's you know, a tougher conference in the Big East. It's hard for them. Um, and they haven't played well lately. That's the problem with Butler. But Penn State has been on fire, guys. So has Purdue, which is what makes tonight so interesting. We talked about it, Dane and I, how eight, ten teams in the Big I mean, the Big Ten is absurd. Uh, how many quality basketball teams that are there but are on that just above the bubble. Penn State kind of solidified their ability to go they're going dancing, guys. They are going yeah. to the tournament. Purdue has made a hell of a turnaround over the last week. Week ago, they dropped 100 points at home against a good Iowa team. Um, they just won again. They they are putting together a little streak here. And now they both kind of meet. The Nittley Lions are getting over two-thirds of the bets. As a matter of fact, they're getting hammered right now at Penn State. Um, but what are we looking at for a number at FanDuel right now?
3: Four and a half is the last time I saw. I'm double-checking it now. To the home team, Purdue. Purdue laying four and a
2: half. Oh, five. Yep. Excuse me. It's up to five. Yes. It's up to yeah. five and, uh, at home. I think I think that's the – here's one of those trendy dog situations, Dane, that we right. talked about throughout the year. The public clearly loves Penn State. Uh, and I can see the numbers here. They're going Penn State, but yet you're telling me the line's going the other way. Yep, so- reverse line movement. Reverse line movement. So the uh, the home team there, Purdue, I think, um, the pros are clearly telling you early this morning, guys, they are fading that trendy dog in Penn State. They're backing the Boilermakers at home, which, guys, by the way, w- one of the hardest places to play. Mm-hmm. Ask Iowa how much fun it was to play uh, in that building there. It is not good. And, by the way, Big Ten home favorites this year, 52-18 and 18 straight up, Dane fifty We talked about wins. how no one can go on the road 18. and win in this conference. <laughs> yeah. I right? forget about covering. We're talking about just right. winning. Like that's that's what you've got. To me, I, I think it's only it, it's Purdue or, or nothing here at this okay, point. I think it. Purdue vote yeah. racism. I really do. Yeah, I like that. They needed more also, right? Yeah. Penn State yeah. already had some of their resume wins. Penn State this would be one exactly. for the Boilermakers. Exactly it. Rhode Island, Dayton, Michigan State, Illinois, two other monster games. We'll give you the latest lines. Yeah. And we'll take a look ahead at the NBA tonight's card coming up here on the grid. All right, big action tonight in uh, college basketball as well as the NBA. And uh, we'll dive into uh, some of these games here. We told you, uh, of course, the Penn State-Purdue game. Purdue becoming uh, quietly a force to be reckoned with in the Big Ten due to the fact that they just uh, have a great – and, I mean, most teams do, but it's been coming increasingly – Uh, More obvious that the Mackey Arena where Purdue plays, guys, is a tough, tough environment to play. And Iowa getting waxed uh, and giving up 100 points should tell you everything you need to know there. Uh, 104 points against Iowa. They win by 40. The defense is kicking it up. They're only giving about 59 points per game right now. It's it's a tough spot for Penn State on the road to go to Purdue. But then you look at this mid-major game, Dane, which I think quietly is going to be the game of the night. That. That being Rhode Island and Dayton, man. And Dayton is, let me just tell you guys, if you haven't had a chance to watch Dayton, because we've talked about him, there is a lottery pick on that team named Obi Toppin, guys. That is, it's like watching a man among boys. It really is. This kid is a beast when I tell you an absolute beast, but he's not a one-man show. He's He's the bigger name. He obviously, he stands out but the complement of players that they got to, uh, surrounding him. He's a sophomore, guys, and the difference between his freshman and sophomore year has been unbelievable. But now they're going up against the the other hot team in the conference there, uh, that being for the uh, the Atlantic 10, the Rhode Island, man. Rhode yeah. Island's won 10 straight. Dayton's won 12 in a row. Dayton was opened as a 10-point home favorite, and some people would say that's justifiable. Well, I can tell you, again, another one of these situations where Dayton seems to be getting a lot of public love here tonight. Not so much with the pros, because this is coming back down towards Rhode Island, who is no slouch themselves. These are by far the two best teams in the Atlantic 10, uh, and Dayton has done a pretty good job to this point. They end up just winning games like it's business-like, very Gonzaga-like, very—they go there, they win, they cover, they come close to— it's nine and a half points, Dane, but I'm telling you, this could quietly be the upset of the night in, uh, in college basketball.
3: Listen, these teams are so close yeah. that if Rhode Island wins tonight, they're in first place in the conference. They but take over first place in the conference. Yep. Okay? these are and, and you mentioned it, the Rams have won 10 in a row as well. So nine and a half points is a mm-hmm. ton for a team this hot with this much to play for. And you're mm-hmm. right. This could fall victim to everyone seeing the little six next to Dayton's name being like, oh, a ranked team from a mid-major conference. They must be Gonzaga. They must be able to steamroll everybody. And I think Roll Island is ready for a wake-up call. lot of
2: points in this one. I like the way you're thinking, Joe. And, and think about this, guys. Dayton's lost two games this year, right? Those two games were at Colorado and at Kansas. So both on the road against yeah. a damn good Colorado team at home in the altitude. And is somebody gonna Yeah, Kansas. I'm gonna hold against it. You lost to Kansas in Kansas? Yeah. Like it's this is a really, really good team, guys, but so is you'll be impressed with Rhode Island. Plenty enough shooting as far as I'm concerned to be able to keep this within double digits. So I certainly lean that way. And then what do you do at Michigan State? Michigan State, Illinois, uh, guys, this is don't forget Michigan State, if I'm not mistaken, preseason Dan was the number one team in the country. They <laughs> yeah, were preseason favorites, yeah. right? Cassius Winstead. they had yep. Lankford coming. they had they had all of these guys returning from last year's squad, which Izzo does. and then they just, as of late, guys, they are they are abysmal, man. They've lost their last three games. They're not in the top 25 anymore. And I can tell you this though, the public appears still hell bent on backing Michigan State here because, Dane, they keep going the bounce back route. They're due, the old due, they're down, they'll bounce back. Well, they're the road team and they're playing a ranked team in Illinois here. So we saw it open up as Michigan State a one and a half point road favorite. I'm seeing two thirds of the bets Laying the points with the Spartans, but I'm not seeing the, are you seeing the line move? Is it still one and a half? Yep. 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 That's where it is.
3: That's where I'm still seeing it. So I don't know. You, you used to say though, that the Spartans were the one team in the big 10 that could go on the road and
2: win. That's, yeah. That's Cause says, the experience, and that's what, right? Cassius yep. Winston. Yep. Illinois. So has been very you want to test that all. theory tonight? Very good. No, I'm back in Illinois. I I don't trust this team right now is not, uh, you know, in recent form matters, guys, in in college over the weekend. It's a tough, tough situation, Illinois. and, And we know home teams. We gave you the number in the Big Ten, right? So home teams, 52 and 18 straight up this season. Illinois in this spot is. They also lost to Michigan State. This is a revenge spot for them. So they lost to Michigan State 76-56 to a little over a month ago. Ken Palm, one of, the, uh, one of the metric systems that we love and you guys must use if you are looking at uh, college hoops oh, at all, they have it as a one-point win for Illinois. So it really is that close between these two teams. And given that, Dane, I'll go with the home team, given that I know home teams dominate in the Big Ten. I just don't trust Michigan State right now. Something else is going on there.
3: I hear that. I guess my other question, because I agree with you, my question is, is it a strong enough lean to even play it? Because right, yeah.
2: not playing it is always an option. No, I, listen, none of these games you have to bet, guys. But it's uh, from an opinion-based standpoint, if I was going to bet this game, I would back Illinois to get the job done here at home and – I just don't see Michigan State. Their biggest weakness has been on the road. Don't forget, they lost to Michigan on the road. So if this game were in Michigan, you know, at Michigan State, I'd, we'd be having a different conversation right now. But Illinois has been really, really good. I also don't think we're going to get an awful lot of points in this game, day, and I think defenses do show up. I'm also looking at the under in this matchup. So I think four out of the last five, have resulted in scores under 140 points. What are you seeing for a total right now? I'm seeing 141 and a half. 141, 141 and a half. half. Yep. Yep. That's and, where and I'm now at on the this o- one. The other game you mentioned, that I'm with you on this, and this is a game you're definitely going to be backing. LSU tonight yeah. uh, at home trying to bounce back against a terrible Missouri team.
3: Yeah, I mean, listen, bounce back spot for the tigers okay we saw them lose over the mm-hmm. over the weekend i believe it's to auburn in a comeback situation i'm also listen joe missouri is a bottom feeder of the mm-hmm. sec and then to ask them to go on the road this is what we've been talking <laughs> about right the challenge of these 19 year olds to go on the road in conference i just don't think missouri has it in them i understand 11 is a big number but we talked about this right with the yukon women Uh, last week we believe in the bounce back spot lsu with a lot to play for still eight and two in conference they're worrying about things that quite frankly missouri
2: is not i think they get right i think they win big i and i agree with you here's what you need to know about the missouri you ready they um they average 15 turnovers a game average through a season so far 50 you know what that means that means a lot of Second-chance points for uh, for LSU, a lot of That's opportunities to pad the numbers. And they only shoot 30% from three-point range. Nobody on the team is averaging more than 11 points per game. The under is definitely a point that I would look at here, guys. Mizzou against that defense of LSU in LSU, this, uh, this is going to be uh, like an 80-50 kind of game, guys. This I do not think gets to 100 and what are they at, 145? they're at 144 and a half what i not going to happen guys uh missouri's last five on the road they're actually yeah it's four and one. the missouri's uh four and one to the under in their last five on the road they can't score like they just they have a problem scoring and against the piss off lsu team um right. I, yeah no no give me lsu and i would even uh i would even throw a couple of bucks on uh give me the under give me lsu and a two teamer dane
3: interesting I like that. Yep. Can I ask you about this total? We talked San Diego yes. State, New Mexico. You talked Go. about the score the first time they played in New Mexico. Uh, mm-hmm. You said like 80 to 50 or something like that, right? That's correct. Yep, 80 to 56. Only yep. tonight is 144 and a half. Yeah. And you're talking about how great the Aztecs are on defense. Mm-hmm. That's correct. And they gave up. You know, the total got to what? The high 130s when they were
2: in yep. New Mexico? You don't think they clamp down even more? How do you feel about an underplay? Yeah. Well, yeah, and and that's where the market is agreeing with you, Dan, because it opened up at one forty-six and a half. Yep. It's already moved two points here this morning, and we're not even at nine o'clock. So, right. uh, to your point, absolutely, this is uh, this is a game where I would look at the under, and I I get why people would look at the over from the standpoint of you're talking about a uh, you're talking about a New Mexico team that is again in the country. They are, and let me just make sure what Ken, they're 10th in field goal percentage. They're 19th in scoring. So this is a team, the Lobos, right. that can put points up on the board. Yeah. But this is a different animal on the road against a team right. that Mets is on a mission.
3: Quality teams. Not I, it, this is to tough,
2: this. man. Yep. By the way, the Aztecs are giving up, on average, guys, 58 points a game. I'm with you. I think the under is the clear play here on this uh, in this spot here tonight. Not to mention, San Diego State has averaged 80 points in the last three games. But I don't think I think you're going to see the same thing that you saw in Albuquerque. 80 to 52, somewhere, um, you know, 75 rather to 52. Um, Joe, they don't take their foot off the gas. That's got the problem. A point margin here in this total. Yes, exactly. So we got a lot of
3: flexibility here. I like this underplay.
2: Yep. Yep, I'm with you there. Also, uh, we've got a uh, we got a couple opportunities in the NBA tonight. Five games on the card. We'll get some of those features and the latest lines. We'll do that next year on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. Ooh.
1: DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day
2: All right, welcome back in uh, five NBA games tonight. Twenty-two college hoops, eleven in the NHL, and uh, just to uh, just to finish up a couple of the other big movers as far as the market goes in college hoops tonight. Let me give you just a couple other games here, guys, that we're seeing the market uh, the market shift. Number one, North Carolina back at it tonight, Dane, uh, after mm-hmm. coming off of that. Uh, just awful loss there again. Just heart-wrenching loss there against the uh, Duke at home. Well, Wake Forest uh, was getting a point and a half to them tonight. It is now up to one. So there is a, a little bit of movement there. Tennessee okay. went from a two-point favorite uh, against Arkansas to two and a half. And the big mover of the day, actually two of them. Utah State went from a pick 'em. To being a uh, minus two favorite at Colorado State. I gotta check and see if there's an injury what on we that know? one because I exa- I would have loved Utah State in that. So I gotta uh, I Something's gotta take on. a look. For that kind of early line movement, right. something something is going on. Air Force went from getting twelve and a half to only eleven and a half. So they got some money early this morning. And keep an eye on Nebraska tonight. Nebraska opened up as a 17-point underdog going against Maryland. It's a Every step counts here, Dane. It's now 16-and-a-half. So somebody decided two touchdowns and a field goal. Maybe not the best way to go about it. So while we love Maryland, the question is Maryland doesn't exactly – Finnish people, so to speak, where you're kind of sweating out the second half of Maryland's game. So Nebraska goes from 17 to 16 and a half. And then I'll tonight the in, NBA, in the NBA, Joe, huge
3: yeah, movement. Yeah, that's what
2: I'm saying. Look, Start with the first game, the very top uh, of the board, Dane. Let's yep. rattle off the uh, what the numbers are. Sure. So, action will kick off in Washington
3: tonight, mm-hmm. where the Wizards are three-point favorites against the Visiting Bulls. 230 yep. is the number. We've had movement in the next game, okay? Philly, they welcome the Clippers, which is no easy task, but we know Philadelphia is good at mm-hmm. home. Joe, when, the, when this uh, game started... Philly was laying a point. Now they're laying a point and a half at FanDuel. 226 and a half is the number. So people are betting with Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, and the crew. Uh, The Pelicans host the Trailblazers. And I'm intrigued here. Listen, Joe, we've been on Portland, right? We think Portland is live, right? I don't know if Zion can play back-to-back nights yet, but Portland is getting two points on the road in New Orleans. I don't have a total up on that one yet on FanDuel. Oklahoma City. Seven-point favorites at home uh, as they welcome Popovich and the Spurs in 220-and-a-half is the number there. And then, Joe, I mentioned it earlier in the day. This Boston-Houston game is intriguing to me. Both teams who are, in essence, going the small route, right? And, uh, Joe, when we woke up this morning, the total Mm -hmm. for this game was 230-and-a-half. Okay. It's up to 32 in the number. Yeah. One and a half yeah. points up. I was going to take yep. it over because I was like, oh, these guys are
2: going to score. They're going to move the ball. But it's gone up a point and a half in the last hour. Well, let me tell you what uh, what we had found out, uh, early morning injury report, uh, wow. early line. Kemba Walker active. He's been dealing with a knee issue, so Kemba Walker is good to go. Jalen Brown is listed as probable. He's had an ankle injury. He is probable tonight. Gordon Hayward. Uh, who missed uh, the last game, he is ready to rock and roll. He is active. And the big man, uh, the uh, ankle, Daniel Thies, he's ready to go. So they look really, really uh, healthy. Eric Gordon out for the uh, for the Rockets. But to your point, we're starting to see the, um, you know, it opened up with Boston getting, uh, getting three. I'm seeing two and a half now in a yeah, lot of places. But that total from the 230 and a half, 231 to 232, Right. Um, that's telling you there is some significant action moving that number to the over in Houston, which is an. This is an interesting matchup here, Dane, because yeah. the Celtics have now won what seven in a row? They're on that's a seven-game right. winning streak. That's right. How many games has Houston won with the small-ball lineup? Basically, one. Right. The first one against LA, right? Right. So they they haven't done. They haven't done well. Like Boston's Boston won. Here.
0: Yeah, so well, they like won Boston seven here. out of here. ten.
2: They've won seven out of ten and ten of their last eleven. So, so Joe, do I take the two and a half or I just take the plus one twenty on the money line? Well, it's on the road, so yeah. you know what I mean. It's if it was home, I think it'd be an easy choice. But it, their three game. They're on it actually on a. If I'm not, not mistaken, chair. one on the road too, right? Haven't they won their last three on the road? Sure. This is, yeah, because they've won the last seven overall. Yeah, yeah. So they get three on a row, and they beat Miami. We know that 109-101, and that's impossible to win at. By the way, at the Uh, Triple A, they're eight and three against the number in their last 11 as well, Dane. So
3: how do you not? Everyone's talking about Toronto, 15 in a row. What what kind of a juggernaut Milwaukee is? Don't look now, but the Celtics Mm -hmm. are rounding into form. They're getting their rotation set. You know, like, how many times has Gordon Hayward and Kemba Walker and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown all been healthy?
2: Yes. So, I I like Boston here. I don't know the total, Dane. This is interesting. James Harden last game, two of 13 from three-point range. Uh, Not good, right? That was against the Jazz. That was on Sunday. Boston is actually second in the NBA, guys, in scoring defense. They're only giving up about 105 and a half points a game. So that means the under in the Celtics games alone, seven and three in the last 10, 20 and eight in their last 28 against teams with winning records. So I, it's 13 and three to the under in the last 16 between these two teams, Dane. So I, I see the numbers continuing to go up, Right. But, I mean, hell, it's it's 11-3 in Boston's last 14 trips to Houston, to the under. I, if if Harden keeps shooting that way, and, again, we, didn't, we talked about variance with this team. That's the problem. If they're cold, this is the easiest under, Dan, that we've ever seen all year long. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I told you, it's
3: like, is the wind blowing out in Wrigley? Are they yep. hitting their threes over or yep. under 40%? That is really yep. going to be the threshold. And can they on every game? on any given night yep but can they go cold at any time yep that's exactly why joe we don't see this as a playoff team right because eventually they're gonna get
2: cold Uh, one day rest too by the way and this is something Mm -hmm. dane and i have been telling you about handicapping the nba schedule scheduling and understanding that zero days rest one day rest multiple day rests uh, they've had one-day rest here, the Celtics. And this year so far, one day's rest, they're 8-3 and three in the last 11 with one-day rest. So they've really started to kind of find their groove here. And it's interesting, this weekend, because we head into the All-Star weekend, right? It, it, all of a sudden, hot teams, man. You all of a sudden, you take right. a four- or five-day uh, break there, Daniel. it's like, yeah. oh, man. Uh, but Harden hasn't been able to hit water if he fell out of a boat. Uh, And now you got to go, let's say, New Orleans tonight. You look at Zion and Brandon Ingram, both, I believe both were probable because both actually practiced. Brandon Ingram, there were some issues. Zion, there's always issues. But it looks like they're both going tonight, Dane. I do not see anything on the injury report to tell me otherwise. Going up against Dame and company, um, how are you looking at this? What's the line in this one in New Orleans? Pelicans are two-point favorites at home.
3: And I don't see a total. I know you have a pick up there. It 240, says yeah.
2: 240. Yeah. But 240. at
3: least doesn't have a total.
2: I'm wondering, and let me just say this because of this hat. Let me look at the uh the latest injury. Because maybe Lillard and maybe somebody we're missing on Portland, and maybe that's not why it's up. They're getting points. Let me see here. That that game's not on the board. Uh Whiteside yeah. is active. Um I'm that's not seeing one. uh yeah, I'm not. Brandon Ingram is listed as questionable, but we think he's going. Uh, and Zion is active. So, really, there's not there's not a whole lot out there right now that would lead me to believe that. And, again, maybe this is all a Lillard situation. If he's not, C.J. McCollum. But I don't ever remember hearing anything from an injury perspective with them uh, that Lillard's hurt or anything along those lines. Not that I know of, no. I'm intrigued yeah. also
3: with this Philly game. Philly and the Clippers, Joe. Right? Listen, has it moved for you?
2: Yes. Has yeah, it moved actually, across zero? Let me, let me see. This is... Now I see Philly getting a point at home. Yeah. Where they were laying a point at
3: home. Yep. Yep. You know, you it, just could just bet this money line, I guess. It, but the question yeah, is, it looks like it flipped. Yep. It did. It flipped. I guess the question, you know, Philly's, what, like 24 and two at home? Right? They've been really good at home, Joe. So what is the kind of trump card here? Philly at home? or the fact that Philly is unraveling and
2: the Clippers are imminently capable of beating them anywhere. Why Leonard listed as active tonight, Patrick Beverly still out, but Mm. the big news to me is for Philadelphia. Harford, Embiid, James Enos, all active, ready to rock and roll for this game tonight, and it's the most heavily bet game thus far, early morning, the single biggest bet game thus far in this five-game slate in the NBA here tonight, and... It flipped. It opened it up in Philly, and now it's now I got so the, the Clippers. Coming man. on the Clippers. It, yeah. The Clippers moved
3: from plus one when we started the show to minus one at the end of the show. People are liking the Clippers. It seems like people are uh, fading the drama in Philadelphia.
2: Yes. Yeah, I, and I think that has a lot to do with Mister. Uh, let me post something on Instagram. So uh, I'm with you. I, you know what, I tend to agree with them at this point too. I'll yeah. take the the better shooting team. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard on the court. I'll take the better shooting team. I'll back the uh, and I do believe Morris is going tonight Morris for them as good. well. He can help yeah. with a guy
3: like against Tobias Harris, you know.
2: Yep, yep. Or I'm ben uh, ben. I'm with the Clippers there. I do yeah. think uh, the Wizards on the uh, on a back to back here are taking on the Bulls. I like the under in that matchup because I do not see, uh, listen, they don't play a lot of defense, but hell, even giving up that many points last night is uh, is tiring and exhausting Or as many points as they've given up here in the last, uh, their last couple of games, Dane, is hilarious, man. They play zero defense. You and I yep. could play better defense than those guys. Ridiculous. Yep. And we wouldn't move. All right, so you're going LSU. That's your play yeah. of the day. Go Tigers, baby. All right. I'm going to hope Lillard's out. I'm taking the under in the Portland Trailblazers-Pelicans game. Under 240. I hate those 240 numbers. Under. Morning after's next. We'll be back tomorrow breaking it down. Good luck with your plays.
1: DailyRoto.com